Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It is the Lake Show here on a Tuesday night. Henry has the night off. Steve Thompson in. I'm normally in Saturday afternoons. Fill in for Henry occasionally here on News Talk, A3LWCCO. Thanks so much for joining us. Chris Tubbs is our producer. Happy Thanksgiving in advance. This is kind of the unofficial start to uh, the Christmas shopping season. You know, Black Friday's coming up, etc. But we all go to the store, uh, whether it's Target, um, Cobb, what, whatever, your favorite retailer, and pick up things, groceries, etc., and self-checkout is now a way of life. But they're having problems. Maybe you've seen the stories about self-checkout, that uh, stores are concerned about theft, that customers particularly don't like it. it, it it's cumbersome in a lot of ways. And from uh, this particular story, Target is testing a new self-checkout policy. And what, what they're basically saying is 10 items or fewer or go on a regular checkout line. The problem is the, the target I frequent, there, there's only two or three checkouts open on any given night if I stop after work or whatever. There, there's more on the weekend, I get it. But on a weeknight, typically there's only a few open, and the line's typically very long at the self-checkout. And, and the way self-checkouts are, are designed is flawed, and I have some opinions on that, and I'll share those in a moment. But they're, they're trying to test this out, not in all stories, but they, they are saying, hey, we're, we're trying to shorten wait times and better understand. Um, Target and other retailers have expanded self-checkout machines in recent years. Uh, They were designed to help companies save on labor, number one. And the idea that they speed up checkout for shoppers, well, maybe. If you have one or two items, I'm sure. But, you know, if you have more than a few, I'm not sure it actually speeds it up. But uh, they they are concerned that self-checkout isn't working out as as they had thought, 
Target has pointed to theft, both petty shoplifting and organized crime groups of criminals, stealing merchandise, reselling online. It's responsible for an increase in losses. Um, more than 60% of shrink includes employee theft, damaged products, administrative errors, vendor fraud, and other factors. And they're trying to reduce that, and they think that that self-checkout may be one of the things causing the losses at the retail level. Shoplifting's been around forever. It's nothing new, um, and it will continue. I, I'm not sure what you do. Uh, when, it, when you go to somewhere like Costco or Sam's Club, they have someone kind of scan your receipt and look through your cart. I, I, I'm not sure if that works or not, but uh, if you go to a Costco or a Sam's Club, you know the drill. Keep your receipt out. You go through this line to get out the door, and then someone there has a clipboard, and they kind of scan it. And you know, Does that really work? I have no idea. We're, we're not going to get into that. But, but the whole concept of self-checkout is is unusual. And you see it now at, at say, for instance, Walgreens. CVS, I, I don't know. The Walgreens in my neighborhood doesn't have a self-check option. But the CVS down the street does. And, and typically at a CVS in a lot of hours, that, that is one of the only options. Someone will come up who's stocking a shelf and check you out. But um, I, I don't know. It doesn't bother me in particular, the self-checkout experience. But a couple of things. Ten items or less. Who's there to enforce that? That that ten items or less becomes one of those. So so then you're going to have uh, Mr. or Ms. Nosy uh, behind you. You have more than 10 items. You can't be in. I mean, who's going to do that? So so that becomes a problem when you start limiting it to 10 items or less. And if you don't have the ascent, when you have a cart mounded with 75 items, I mean, absolutely stuffed to the gills, and you're going to the self-checkout, that doesn't make sense either. So... I, I think retailers, I get it, they're having a hard time finding labor. I get it, having someone standing at the checkout, the idea that um, you, you're going to save some labor, etc. I, I just think it causes other problems, and they're starting to see that. So I wish Target well with this 10 items or last. It seems to me it's fraught with peril, and I think they've approached it all wrong. As a consumer... Someone who goes to the store, I do indeed have an opinion on this. And and my opinion is this on self-checkout. I, I think they're designed wrong. I, I, I think the idea that, and, and I know how they put you in this little area, like like at the Cub down the street. They, they may have eight self-checkout areas in this relatively small area. And you kind of wait in the queue, and then when one opens up, you push your cart over there. But there's hardly any elbow room to, to like, get it out of the cart and scan it and bag it because they want one employee to be able to keep an eye on everybody. But, I, I see, I think they've got it all wrong. I think they should be set up more like a regular checkout where you get in line and you put the stuff on a belt and all your stuff goes down the belt through a tunnel 
And the technology exists, much like uh, the TSA checkpoint at the airport. They can set these things up to find the barcode, whether it's facing down, to the sides, or up. So you put them on the belt, and they go in one by one, kind of like baggage at the airport, and they scan your stuff. So you put it all on the belt, boom, 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 it goes through. And then you have it set up kind of like they do at Cub, where one shoots this way and then the next one shoots the other way so you can have multiple people bagging. I think that would solve a lot of problems in a self-checkout. And let's face it, cameras are everywhere. You could have someone in a central location keeping an eye on everybody and monitoring to make sure they put all their stuff from the cart on the damn belt and it goes through the tunnel and it scans, it totals it up, and you pay, and you bag, and you leave. That That's the problem, in my opinion, with self-checkout, is that it's designed all wrong, and that the way we do it is all wrong. Is there anything more frustrating than waiting in the self-checkout, and there's someone in front of you, and they pick up the pound of butter, and they turn it 300, oh, there's the barcode. Okay. And then they set it aside neatly in a bag. And then they grab the pound of ground beef and search for the barcode. (laughs) It should be so much easier than that. And that's why the Steve Thompson concept of you pull into the self-checkout, you put it on a belt, one by one, quickly, out of the cart, on the belt, through the tunnel, scanned, you get a total, you pay, then you bag it, down out of the way from the next person who wants to scan their items. I don't know about you, Chris Tubbs, but I think it's a billion-dollar idea I have to to remake self-checkout. It's a good idea for sure, and and there are pro- <laughs> well, there are problems with self-checkout. This the the way that that Target, you know, this, this idea of limiting to ten people or less. I'm yeah, so, 10 I, items. Yeah, yeah or 10, 10, items, 10 so. items. Yeah, not 10 people. Well, oh, that used to be the old express line. Well, and, that, and, that's, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's fine, but that's before you had this self-checkout. And, and my, yeah. my whole thing with the self-checkout, I use it because it's easier and it's quicker than waiting for the one or two people, you know, actual individuals that are there because I want to get in and out as fast as I possibly can. And with that, I have a full cart. I'm that person at the self-checkout that has a full cart. But I'm at that point, Steve, where I don't want to be punished when I'm forced to use this. I'm either forced to use the self-checkout or I'm forced to wait an extra, you know, 10 to 15 minutes waiting for in a line. Like, why are you punishing me, the consumer, because I'm trying to do the best that I can, and why should I have to limit my purchase just to try and make something more convenient for you when you're making it more inconvenient for me when I'm there, you know, being a patron to your business? And, and he, here's another problem. The, the, the people that buy fresh fruits and veggies, and on occasion I will do that. <clears throat> my wife doesn't think so. But in in that... If you're going through these self-checkout that already moves slowly, you know, if you have a lot of that stuff 
And, and like I say, fresh fruits and vegetables, I've heard, are very good for you. And if you want to buy those. But if you have a half a cart full of that stuff, maybe you shouldn't be in the self-checkout line. Maybe you should go wait in line and let a human being handle this stuff and punch it in and weigh it and so on and so forth. I, I just think... A, a lot but, of it it's, is it's the not... consumer, but it's a lot of it's the retailer as well and the way it's set up. It, and here's my point. If, if you're stocking up for a two-month trip to the North Pole, you shouldn't be going through the self-checkout line. If you, you've got 400 items, you've seen the carts in the store. And, and those people that go once oh, every I'm, couple I'm of not, weeks. I, I'm, and, not, yeah, and, I'm that guy. I am that person. I don't think you should be in the self-checkout line with 400 pounds of food. You know, I, I, I just, you, you should have some discipline to say, I've got way too much to go in the self-checkout line. But, what, because but, it's what? Not, but here's the thing, though, and, and that gets back to the design. If they had a better design where Chris Tubbs is stocking up for that trip to the North Pole, then... He, he can go to that checkout line where he can load it on the belt and it goes through the tunnel and it scans and so on and so forth. I, I don't know how you even do that with a huge cart of groceries the way most of these self-checkouts are structured. There's not enough elbow room. I, I just think the idea is, and, and this, this goes to show, I think a lot of these retailers said, we're just going to save money. We don't care how much our our customers are inconvenienced mm-hmm. by these self checkouts we're we're going to save money we're going to put a kid and if there's a problem or someone doesn't know how to pay for the onion or or the bag of apples or the the, the tomato you know we'll we'll have them come over and figure it all out but why it, I, but see Steve why are why are you telling me that I am not allowed to go into the self checkout when I've got all of these I might go once every couple of weeks I can't use the self checkout like that. That's that's not but my Chris, problem. That's not it, my but problem. It, but it but it's not set up for that. that but, that's what I don't even know how you do it. Do you, do you bring in an empty cart? Yes. Offload. Yes. That's what you. That's what you do. But but Chris Tubbs, there's not enough room in there. You're one of these guys that's taking up a lot of extra space in there and you're frustrating everybody else i'm i'm taking that's the fault no of no i'm i'm taking up enough space for me i have my <laughs> no 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 i have my cart next to the scanner i bring in a, a an, an empty em- cart a, an empty cart what i do is and I then scan. you have an ox to drag this 500 pounds of groceries where, where does the ox stand while you I, I've got the ox is is squarely connected to the cards. It's fine. Don't worry about my ox. You're the guy. I, yes. Yeah. I, I, what? Don't don't punish me. Don't say well you know, because because th- that is that is item discrimination right there. Okay. And, and I'm not going to let anybody item shame me or item discriminate against me. I mean, like, if if I'm there and it's still going to be quicker for me to go through the self checkout than it is for me to wait you know, for somebody to check me out, then why should I, you know, you have to go to the, no, I'm going to use the self-checkout whether you like uh, it or not. You're going to monopolize the self-checkout with Hell yes. <laughs> I'm going to one. My wife is going to one. My daughter, <laughs> oh, the Tubbses are taking over the self-checkout and, you know, we're like the new world order. You're either with us or you're against us. Okay. Now, now there's one other tip and there's one other tip other than being behind in line 
behind Chris Tubbs in line at, at the self-checkout at Target is get your stuff organized in the self-checkout. Understand in advance where that magical barcode is. Find it on the Land O'Lakes butter. Know where the barcode is on the ground beef, typically on the bottom of the package. Understand where the barcodes are. So with each item, you're not doing a 360 inspection trying to find the barcode. Dude, you, you, That's you, you, what you, I would like okay. to see. You, Have some courtesy for your fellow man and woman just trying to buy their stuff and get the hell out of there. So next time I go, next time I go shopping on a big trip, I'm going to call you. I'm going to show you how I roll, okay? Because you are going to be mesmerized at how good I am. Like, I've got this thing on lockdown. I've got this thing on fleek, as the kids would say, okay? You, All right. you, you come with me. I'll show you how it's done, bro. That's how we do this, it. This, this is something that impacts most of us. Self-check out your thoughts. Cities 1 Plumbing Talk and Text Line 651-461-9226. Uh, who, who do we have on the line here? Right? All right. Gary in Brooklyn Park. Uh, happy Thanksgiving. Hey, happy Thanksgiving, Steve. And I believe one of the things with the self-checkout lines is they don't consider the people with disabilities because it's really a lot harder for them to go through those lines and then if you want to go to someone where there is a checkout person, you have to ask someone to come to a checkout lane almost. I don't think that the checkout lanes are set up right for people with disabilities, especially anybody that's you know legally blind or, or having other problems, because uh, you just you can't get the service that you need. Yeah, and, and Gary, that is that is a great point. Making things accessible. Uh, for all is is super important. And I, I think retailers have to consider it. Now, I understand there's a challenge getting labor, but, but we have a really good one on our City's One uh, plumbing and heating talk and text line. And I, I think this is a great point. Um, I think it, it's about where they're utilizing the labor. The kids that used to do checkout are now the ones running around the store doing shopping for everybody so they can pick it up out in the parking lot. And that really is a good point. That That's something that started during COVID and a lot of retailers have embraced. And frankly, we use that. My wife and daughter are almost exclusively buy it on their phone or on the computer, put in the order, pay for it, and then go to the store and pick it up. They don't even go into the store to pick up their stuff most times. Now, I still kind of like to go into the store and buy a few items. I'm one of those that'll typically buy under ten items. I, I buy a, all all the staples: uh, hamburger buns, some ground beef, ice cream, chips, uh, chip dip. That pretty much covers it for me. But my point being is, is that that is a good point. That you have a lot of labor now tied up in the online ordering and the curbside pickup. Quick break. We'll come back with more. Uh, big topic. It impacts a lot of a self-checkout. What would you change? Do you hate it? Do you use it? What could be better? I threw out some ideas. Uh, Chris Tubbs is one of those that, you know, he, he's stocking up for a month and he's going to use self-checkout, e- even if it's three, four carts worth of stuff. We'll, we'll continue here on News Talk. E3O WCCO. 
Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. self Check out. The rules could be changing at a store near you. Target's doing a test. It's being considered. Uh, customers are getting frustrated. And stories are trying to figure out a way, you know, how to, how do they lose? Because apparently uh, self-checkout is uh, one of the spots they, they feel like they're seeing some loss. Uh, let's go to Jeff, Sock Rapids. Jeff, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, Steve. How you doing? Good. Thanks for the call. Good. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. Um, self-checkouts. Well, I'll just give you an example. We've got a Coburn store here in town, and they've got four self-checkout lines, and then the staffed lanes maybe one to three, and then there's the express line. And really, self-checkout, I don't care. They don't have a limit. And you guys can all go do what you want over there. I don't see any difference between that and a, and a lane with a person at the register. Now, now, now how are they? All up to there. Well, I was, I was just going to ask, how, how are they set up at Coburn's? Because are, are they more of one where you put it on a belt or you kind of got to scan at the scanner? And... No, you got to scan it. Yeah, yeah you got to scan you. it yourself. Okay. And and I don't use it because I just don't feel like doing that. <laughs> you know, I just don't feel like it. I'll let somebody else handle it. But uh, I typically do not buy a lot of items at one time anyway, so I usually use the uh, express line. Yeah. Now, what gives me heartburn there, some, some person <laughs> in front of me with a cart that's about half full and the sign above it clearly says about eight items. Yeah. That happened to me the other day, and uh, I just tapped the lady on the shoulder, and I said, say, uh, I said, you know, I see you've got quite a bit in your cart, and I've only got four in mine. I said, would you mind if I go in front of you, and I'm paying cash so it's faster? She says, no, go right ahead. Problem oh, solved. That, that was I nice. Have, <laughs> yeah. I didn't have maybe, to use maybe. self-check. Out. I didn't have to wait for a cashier to light a big line, you know. <laughs> No, no, that, that's good. Hey, Jeff, thanks for the call. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, happy Thanksgiving to you. Thanks. Yeah, uh, good call. Maybe she thought the sign said eight times eight. Steve? Yeah. 
All right, let's go to Tom in Plymouth. Tom, you're on the City's One Plumbing and Heating Talk and Text Line. Good evening. Hey, Steve. Love your show. Uh, I just wanted to share this with you. I, I really love your idea of the scanner. I think that would work great. However, I don't know how it would handle something like a, a plastic bag full of oranges or apples. I think that you might still not be able to go through. But anyway, um, I was going to share this with you. It was sort of strange. I, I shop at Target in Plymouth. And a couple of months ago, I was in there waiting at the regular cashier, and it was a fairly long line. And some guy comes up to me with, like, an employee, came up with this little tiny, like, a roll-around kiosk, and he says, I could check you out right here. And I said, well... Oh, yeah, I've oh. seen that. Yeah. I said, oh, I said, okay, I guess. And it was the first time. He started digging through the cart, and I couldn't tell if he was getting the items or doubling the items. And then there was, like I said, there was like a bag of oranges, and he was just kind of guessing at the weight. And I'm kind of particular, and I was getting frustrated at that point. I said, forget it. Just cancel it out and get me back in line. <laughs> but I think yeah. that's a bad alternative. Yeah, I have seen that as well, where they'll do that on occasion. I've seen that where they roll around in a cart. And I think it all depends on on what you're buying and when you're checking out. Thanks, Tom. That is a great call. Um, and, by the way, we, we have a lot on our uh, Cities One plumbing and heating talk and text line, and we want to get to that stuff as well. But th- th- this is kind of evolving for sure. It, th- there's labor issues. It, how, how do you manage it? How do you make it better? I, I just think it, if you had it set up where you're, you're putting it on a belt and it's rolling through a tunnel on all the items that could be stand. I know there's the bag of oranges or the onion or uh, the uh, bushel boy tomatoes, etc. That you, you got to handle differently. I, I, I get all the that, but but I think having some sort of moving belt and tunnel would would help speed up the self check process, and I think be more accurate uh, for the store. I, I I think I think the stores would benefit by some sort of technology there. All right, here's some good ones. Self checkout at High V is set up in a way that can accommodate a lot of items. Scan, and then a big runway for items to bag. I don't think I've used self-check at Hy-Vee. No oh, dude, it, it 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 is it is the cat's meow. Is it more is it more oh. along the lines of what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah where it's yeah. kind of like you scan them and you they go down a chute and you kind of are able to get out of the way so the next guy like Chris Tubbs can come in and unload the 400 pounds of vittles that he's. Yeah, absolutely. Four hundred pounds. You're being generous. Yeah, that's that. That's exactly what it is. You know. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. Just have the have the conveyor belt where you can scan it, and yeah, you can scan and get out of the way. That's that's what I want. I I want to get out of the way. I want to do my thing. I I don't want it's a beautiful anybody behind me in line saying, "Look at this big dummy trying to scan his ground beef." And naked juice. He has no idea what he's doing. Naked juice. I, I, I mean, I get to, yeah, naked juice. Good what is? Stuff, I don't even know what naked juice is. And check I, it out sometime. No, Ooh, I'm not going to Google naked juice. No. no, um, not on the work computer. Not on a work right. computer. No. From from our uh, text line, I will not go to a store that expects you to use self checkout. I want service when I go shopping. If they want me to ring myself up, I should get a discount on my orders. I prefer baggers as well. Someone that bags stuff up. Lunds and Byerly's, man. Um, that's impressive. That that's old school. And what's great about it is, uh, the Lunds and Byerly's 
nearest me in Maple Grove. You can go in, buy your stuff. They'll bag it. They'll put them in those little tubs and then send them down the conveyor and give you a number and you can drive around old school and they'll put them in your car for you. Yeah. That, that that's that that's big time. Uh, here's another one from our text line. What do people do without self checkouts? If you don't like it, don't use it. Um, good stuff. Uh, here, here's the final one. Good way to close. If you're gonna buy a card full, you should be treated as royalty. Sign someone who spends over seven hundred dollars each time I go. Yes. You spend that kind of money, you buy a big load like Chris Tubbs, they should be waiting. I, th- I had you. to check and make sure that's not my wife's number. <laughs> Quick break. We have the weather. Uh, always welcome to join us on the City's One Plumbing and uh, Talk and text line 651-461-9226 here on CCO. An honor for First Ave. Did you see this story? First Avenue and 7th Street Entry has been honored as the best music venue in the Midwest. National Music TV and Movie Website Consequence of Sound this week revealed the results of its Hometowns of Consequence feature. And uh, First Half was given the top honor in the Midwest, ranking ahead of the Beachland Ballroom and Tavern in Cleveland, Knuckleheads in Kansas City, and Metro in Chicago. And it's been hosting live music at its two venues since 1970. My late brother, Jeff, loved the entry. Loved the entry. Um, if we weren't sure where to find him, and he uh, passed away a number of years ago uh, in a motorcycle accident in Northeast. But if if we didn't know where to find him, it was kind of like, let's check the entry. It's probably there. But th- but that's cool. And, of course, Purple Rain, first half, front and center, and it's still there. You go down to Target Center, you go downtown, you see it. That- that's pretty cool, Chris Tubbs. It's so iconic, right? Like, yeah, no, we, no doubt. We revere first half. Like, it, it, it's a landmark. It, it is. No like it's, it's one of the yeah. things that I feel Minneapolis is most proud of. Out of a lot of the, the the really cool things that Minneapolis has, and maybe even dare I say the Metro, it it is synonymous with Prince. And you look at all of the bands that played there, really when they were kind of coming up, you know, the replacements. Uh, you know, I mean, Tom Petty played there. There just so many well known acts that came through First Ave, and you're like, you look at it from the outside, you're like, man, it's nothing. But then you get inside and you can just see, you know, you can just kind of, you can kind of feel it too, right? There's just kind of an aura to First Ave, and I, yeah, I love it. Yeah, there's, there's no doubt. It's it, one of a it kind. Is, yeah, it, it is landmark. So that, that, that's a cool honor, and congrats to First Ave. Speaking of congrats, we have two big school football teams in Preppel Six A Friday night. That at the beginning of the year, if you would have said. Edina will be playing Centennial for all the marbles in 6A football on Friday night at U.S. Bank Stadium. I'm not sure who would have believed you. But uh, the coach has believed. And Mike Diggins from Centennial will join us in a moment here on News Talk. E3O WCCO. 
Prep Bowl Friday and Saturday, U.S. Bank Stadium, an annual tradition. Springfield, Minnesota in the 1A title game, 10 a.m. Friday, Barnesville, Eden Valley, Watkins, 2A championship at 1. And then the 4A championship game at 4 on Friday, Recori against Hutch, that'll be a great game. And then the 6A championship game Friday night, Centennial against Edina. How about that? Uh, Both teams had great years and kind of a surprising matchup. At the beginning of the year in August, if you'd say, hey, it's going to be Centennial and Edina for all the marbles in 6A, the day after Thanksgiving at U.S. Bank Stadium, I'm not sure who would have believed you, but I know one of the guys who thought his team would be there, Mike Diggins from Centennial. Mike, congrats on a great year. Thanks a lot. Yeah, I mean, it, did you did you know you guys would be pretty good when you were in summer camp in August? We we thought coming in to the camp and, and even last spring that we would be a decent team. We thought we had a lot of kids returning. Uh, I think it was seven or eight on each side of the ball, and we, we brought back some experience, and we had a good group of juniors coming up too. Yeah, and you, you play in the tough Northwest Suburban, uh, home of the defending state champions, Maple Grove, and they got you early in the year. You were 2-1 and one at that point. Since then, you've run the table. Yeah, I think that game kind of helped us. I think it grounded our staff and our and our kids a little bit, and um, it helped us a lot. And the competition out of the Northwest Suburban is is really good. Yeah, and uh, you know, great great fan support and all these stadiums all around the conference. It, it really is a lot of fun on Thursday nights or, or or Friday nights for sure. Your team's won games. A lot of different ways this year. You, you beat Rosemont 9-0 during the regular season. Came back, shut out the Irish uh, in the 6A quarterfinals, 24-0. But you've won high-scoring games. You've won close games. I mean, you, your team's done it a lot of different ways. Yeah, we, we um, after three games, um, our defensive coordinator, which is my son, Michael Diggins, decided to make a, a change in our defense. And ever since... Uh, he's done that um our defense started to click and um they've played really really good football and they've held some good teams really good teams uh being rosemont too to very little yards and very little points yeah and you you look at this team offensively you you can you can throw it uh but you love to run the football yeah, our our game is running the football. We make no bones about it. We're we're kind of a smash mouth team. We like to come at you. Uh we like to play physical. Uh but Dalen Cummings can throw the ball and I think it showed against Lakeville South we can throw the ball. Um and we are very comfortable throwing the ball too. About uh, that running game, Maverick Harper, thirteen hundred twenty yards. 18 touchdowns this year. Yeah, Maverick. Maverick's the workhorse for us. There's no doubt about it. Um, he's got great feet. He can run with power. He can run with speed. Um, he's kind of the all-around back that gets us going. Uh, Ty Burgoon does a really good job. He's our speed more on the outside. Him and uh, Burgraff are, and I believe Dalen Cummings has got almost 600 yards rushing too. So. We, we we can we can kind of do it different ways, and then when we want some 
a bigger boy to come in. We bring in Marcus Whiting to run for us too. Yeah, and uh, those guys don't do it without an O line. We can we can never forget about about the big guys up front who get it done. If you can run the football consistently, uh, big reason is those guys up front. Yeah, our our O line. We only returned two two starters from last year on the O line. Both of our guards, Trenton Campbell and uh, Joe Streff. Um, we're not the biggest O line there is in the metro, but. Our kids work awful hard. They're very strong. They did a great job in the weight room, uh, which we preach. And uh, they believe in what we do, and they love running the football. Yeah, and then you brought up your son leading the defense this year as defensive coordinator. And and you look among the leading tacklers, you guys really spread it around. You got a half a dozen guys that are, you know, right up there leading the team in tackles. Yeah, that whole our whole defensive staff um, does a, a fantastic job. They they practice tackling all the time. Um, it's it's working hard during the weekdays, um, making sure. Um, again, we're going to miss some tackles. That that's kind of high school football. But for the most part, our kids do a really good job tackling. And then Edina, you you look at what what they were able to accomplish. They they knock off Eden Prairie, dominate. Eden Prairie in the semifinals. You had the big win over Lakeville South, as you mentioned, in the semifinals. I think they were number three. Eden Prairie was number one going into that game. And and here's Edina and Centennial for all the marbles on, on Friday night. What do, what do you see in that opponent? Sure have a good quarterback and running back in their own right as well. Oh, oh. I'll tell you, we weren't surprised. Um, they are very scary. Um, they have, first of all, they're well coached. I mean, defensively and offensively, they're very well coached. Um, they have some, they have a good quarterback with two really good wide receivers, and the running back uh, is a very strong, maybe one of the best in the state. Um, and I think what really makes them go though is their defense um they have some really good defensive uh players i love their safety he's hard hitting uh oh. runs uphill hard yep yeah and and you just over the years don't see an eden prairie team dominated the way they were i mean edina at the half was in control of the game and they they finished the deal it was it was uh, very impressive indeed now getting ready for prep poll mike um mm-hmm. You got Thanksgiving, and then uh, it's time to go to work. A Friday night television, etc. Yeah, we we've been practicing inside this week, and we're going to practice actually Thursday morning. I think most teams do. Um, yeah. And then we're very honored to be there. It's it's a blessing for us to be in the prep bowl. You know, we keep telling our kids, "You're one of 14 teams practicing right now." Um, so we, we, we're enjoying every minute of this. Um, and, um, I think Friday night is going to be an interesting game. Um, we, we have a history with Edina and normally it ends up in overtime or right on the goal line, uh, in the game. And it's been three times we've done this and I think we've played them four times and we split. So it'll be a good game. Well, Mike, once again, congrats on a great year and a trip to Prep Bowl. Enjoy. Really look forward to that 6-8 title game on Friday night. Yeah, thank you, and thank you for having me on. 
Yeah, there he is, Mike Diggins, head coach Centennial. It'll be the Cougars and the Hornets on Friday night. Two great days of football coming up at U.S. Bank Stadium. And uh, if you can get down there, check it out. Uh, just, just a great atmosphere, so much fun. And I, I had a chance to uh, call on the Internet Saturday night that phenomenal 5A a semifinal game between Andover and Chanhas, and uh, the Storm won it in overtime. Uh, I've called a lot of high school football games in my life. That, that was about as good as it gets. 46 all at the end of regulation, uh, and, and the lone score in overtime, actually there were two, uh, a touchdown and a two-point conversion for Chan as they go on to the 54-46 victory in OT. Just absolutely phenomenal. And by the way, that'll be the final game of Prep Bowl on Saturday afternoon. Hey, we've got much more coming up on the program. Uh, the very latest from CBS News at 8, that there is talk of a deal uh, for the hostages in that conflict between uh, Israel and Hamas. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in more detail uh, at 8 o'clock tonight from CBS News, the very latest on that huge story. And then later on in the program, Stephen Clark's uh, space flight writer for Ars Technica. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Starship second launch and when are we going to see a third? We'll get into all of that before we say goodbye at 9. Right here, News Talk 830 WCCO. Weatherwise, 37 degrees. Overnight low, 27. Tomorrow, 47. Thanksgiving Day, colder. High of only 31, but sunny. The news is next here on News Talk 830 WCCO. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 